We've won again. This is good. But what is best in life? How about... Howdy, 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 and we are back. We are back. It is the third Garage Gamer in as many days. Here we are at Gen Con, the third of the four days of Gen Con. We won't be here the fourth day. We got to head back home. White Tech's got to start school tomorrow, and he's got to he's got to go to the all the rah 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 sis boom ba meetings. He's got to go to all that stuff to get ready to hear about the plan for this year, and so that starts before the kids come in. So we're going home tomorrow. Now that's not a huge deal. Normally we stay for the first the morning part of Gen Con and then leave in the early afternoon. But now we're leaving tomorrow morning. But we still wanted to cover all the wonder that is Gen Con on our third and and final day of the con. Harrison is here with me again. Hello. And uh, we had a glorious glorious. It was pretty third awesome. Day. It was pretty rad. From the events, the games, uh, Harrison was in playing in, a, in an RPG, uh, down to uh, picking up a few things, and down to drinks and dinner afterwards. This was a wonderful conclusion to another spectacular year at Gen Con, I would say. I would have to agree. It was pretty awesome. Yes, yes. Um, so... Today, being our last day, we got up, as we always do, and skipped a little breakfast because we slept in because we're exhausted. Yeah, I I sleep. It, it's going to happen. <laughs> and so um, here we are. We get up in the morning, you know, get ready, head over there. Harrison, first thing, has a 9 o'clock in the morning uh, role-playing adventure that he signed up for. Martian isolation in Eclipse Phase Adventure. Eclipse Phase. Uh, for anyone who has not played Eclipse Phase, Harrison, could you please explain what the lore, the story is behind this particular RPG? All right, yeah. So Eclipse Phase is a tabletop RPG, and the idea is that it's a game of transhumanist horror. And the idea of that is people have gone and augmented themselves in cyberpunk settings like you know cyberpunk or neuromancer or something like that but the um the next logical step beyond that point would be to digitize yourself beyond just like cybernet is beyond just cybernetics and things like that and when you're able to digitize yourself you're able to do things like email your brain to a body on mars that's waiting for you and just get there in about four minutes because information travels at the speed of light but eventually humans went and built a planetary defense system called uh called titan which eventually went skynet and took over like the entire world and exterminated about 99 percent of transhumanity throughout the solar system yikes and basically what ended up happening was it was infected with some sort of weird otherworldly horror beyond your comprehension 
virus called the exurgent virus and they went and just wiped out all of transhumanity and then just kind of stopped and left through these wormholes they were building and the 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 ai the ai they just kind of stopped and left okay earth is a complete desolate wasteland nobody goes there there is a titan exclusion zone on mars because there were a lot of titan activity on mars when they were trying to when they were doing all of their stuff but beyond that people are generally starting to rebuild your your games take place generally 10 to 15 years after the fall and you're just kind of doing different things trying to rebuild and hopefully you don't uncover something that you shouldn't or things don't just weirdly happen or your brain doesn't get kidnapped while it's in transit while you're while you're emailing yourself essentially and this is and this is the main lore for the whole game not just your adventure this is yeah this is just like basic lore for the game it's a very very interesting setting if you've like read any of the best sci-fi of the last like 15 to 20 years it's probably got some sort of thing in this game it's very comprehensive it's very i I love it if the, the the closest thing i can compare it to is altered carbon um if you've ever seen or read that but it's it's incredible did you watch or read altered carbon I watched Altered Carbon. I didn't watch. I didn't finish season two. I but I did enjoy what I watched. It's a cool show. I thought it, I thought it was interesting, but I, I I watched that show because I was like I I like Eclipse Phase. This is an awesome game. <laughs> so did you succeed in your mission? Uh, kind of. That we found we accidentally found something we definitely should not have, and it didn't kill us. We got away. So I'll call that a win. <laughs> the eldritch horror of this futuristic sci-fi world didn't catch you. That's a win. Yeah, basically they had some just spare body part or bodies just laying around that people could normally sleep into, except they were going full the thing and just like getting melted and stuff, and also trying to kill us all. And ah, uh, well. I, me and my anarchist buddies took some secret totals and left and definitely didn't tell the corpos about it. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, someone's got to slow them down, right? Hey, man, that sounds like a fun game. That sounds really awesome. Uh, meanwhile, while he's doing that, I went to demo a game called Movie Mind by Hatchet Games. Uh, I believe they're a UK-based company. I know they've got a US and a UK-based website. Um, and this company, uh, is putting out some new games. This game, I don't believe is out yet. I went to their website, um, to look for it. I totally forgot to go to their booth and see if it was for sale, but, um, it's not on, like like there's pre-orders for all the other games that they were demoing. This was not one of them. It was even up for pre-order, but it's called movie mind. And if you enjoy movies, it's a very fun game. It's got 80 panels i call them panels they're basically really large cards uh numbered one to 80 they're about eight by eights maybe a little smaller and each panel has this and it's it's a it, the artist that they have doing it, it just does fantastic work it's this great animated panel with bits and clues from at least a dozen different movies in each panel okay um some are more subtle than others, but they're all there in the panel. And you have about a you have a timer that's like it's only about a minute, minute and a half tops. And what happens is you break into two teams, 
and you pick either the red team, the blue team, or the yellow team. And what's cool with this uh, is there's way you get five questions each. So, and for each, uh, it's a clue as to one of the movies in the picture. And I read like uh, if I'm playing my team against Harrison's team, someone on my team is reading their clues. Now there's three sets of clues: red, yellow, and blue. So each color like has like separate questions and yes. things like that. So because there's way more than five movies on, so depending on what you get, you get different movies. That's really cool. Yeah. So like you know, you and you don't read it like every you know, like the one team will get panel, next team will get a new panel to go off of. But this way, after you've gone through all eighty panels, and by the way, the game is three rounds. Each team gets one, so it's you only use six of the eighty cards. So you got to play more than 13 games just to recycle the cards. And then if you switch up colors as you're going, like, you know, I mean, unless you luck out and you get the exact same panel and you chose the exact same color and you happen to remember the exact clues, you're going to get different questions. So you're looking at it and you're like, oh, I see that. I know exactly what that movie is, but they might never ask you that movie. Yeah, that's really interesting, man. And you're on a timer and the clues aren't that 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 in detailed you know uh you know this movie uh had a medieval it was a medieval film with a medieval hero in it this film you know this is a film starring tom cruise like that was one of them and you had to pick which and well that's yeah (laughs) but the thing is when they do the drawings like they're not going to make him look like tom cruise per se yeah of course so you gotta you have to know and you're looking like okay what is this movie what is this movie you can pass you know, um, because and, and we, if you get through all your questions, you'll just come back to that. After everybody answers their five questions, there's a token that looks like a movie clapper. And the person who's reading the questions is the only one who can't answer it. Anybody, both teams can go for the last question. So the first person to put their hand on the clapper and slap their hand over the clapper and cover it up, they get to answer it. And uh, so you can get five points. From the five questions, and then you can get an, uh, and then either one of the two teams can get that extra point. So you could get up to six, uh, and the the person whose turn it isn't has a chance at getting a point. You only play three rounds. Literally, the most you can have is eighteen points. That's wow. That, that so it's like pretty fast. And well, yeah, because your timer I think is like a minute, minute and a half. So you know, and of course, after you're done, if you don't get them right. Yeah. And and if you don't get them, like uh, the other team, like the one guy answered, like, where was that answer? And then they're pointing out where the mm-hmm. answers are on the card. So you wind up like just having fun and chit-chatting about each little card and each movie at the end. Um, so the replay ability was higher than I thought it would be. And uh, I loved it. I would say of all the little demos I had this weekend, that was the one that was the most just pure fun. Like we played Vampire... Rivals. That's a better game. Yeah, of course. And it's a, that's. But this was just like end of the night. It's just like having you're having a good time. Like, yeah, that's we've awesome. been we've been playing a bunch of games. You want to pull out something that's simple. Maybe you've had a few Coke Zeros and regular Cokes going on, and now it's a little. You don't want to concentrate on a hard game and regular Cokes. Wow. Well, you do, you don't drink Coke Zero. Um, I would think after a few beverages. It gets harder to pick out what those things are. This game would get a little sillier, but it seems like absolute fun, um, and I loved it. And I'm telling you, as soon as that, like, I got their website, and as soon as that game comes out, I'm gonna pick it up. 
Um, I also picked up the Ted Lasso game by Funko for Morgan because it's her favorite TV show. It's her favorite show. Quick $20. Morgan got something. Um, I haven't opened it to see. It looks like it's kind of fun. Yeah, we saw some people playing it earlier, and we didn't get a chance to stay and watch because we had to go to that Satanic Panic movie yesterday. But but yeah, that was that seemed interesting. So I picked that up. You know, I was wandering around, uh, seeing different, uh, b- going to the booth while you were doing that. I did have a class after that on how to magnetize your models. Um, it it. I thought it would I thought you know most of these times you go to class and they and it says materials will be provided for you. So I thought a lot of times you go to these painting things and they you know they have a couple of br- show you how to do a painting technique and let you try it. I thought I would you know have something they would at least show us an actual some of the stuff they did. Uh turns out uh we did I did get a cool packet like a little like four or five page stapled packet with all sorts of explanations on how to do stuff guy ran through it talked about it and had examples he had a rhino mm-hmm. that uh a gw rhino that he'd showed different places he'd magnetized different uh weapons where he could magnetize. he showed you how to magnetize and he he said like this is the sizes i use for these things but he's like i've been doing this for 30 years and he's okay he's been doing this for 30 years since he was eight so he's only 38 um but he's way into this, and he's like, I magnetize, you know, like the wrists on the Space Marines when they have specialized weapons uh, or if they have a character model so they have, you know, I can swap out Wow, that's, power that's a lot of de- dedication there. Yeah, uh, turrets, big, big things, you know, uh, but he was talking about all, and he was showing us how he could, you know, really thin panel. He, on the dreadnoughts, you know, they got the panel in the front. You could pick which panel. Mm-hmm. It has, some, one's plain, one's got the, 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 the you know, the, the vellum, the, the things on it. One's got a, the, the logo for your legion. Yeah. He magnetizes those sometimes, so that way he can swap That's out. Crazy! When he wants to, he can swap out the panels to depending on what he feels like uh, playing. Um, it's it was a, it was a cool class. Uh, it was only about forty five minutes, you know, maybe almost an hour. Uh, I didn't actually do any magnetizing, but I did learn stuff, and it was pretty cool. And I was literally talking about it the other day, so. Now it's like, oh, maybe I'll give this a try. Yeah, you can give it a try on your stuff when we get home. Yeah, because I did do on the Dreadnought, the one arm, I was able to build two or three of the things completely separate. It might have only been two, but still, I was able to build them both with the pieces I had. And I'm like, oh, I, I put magnets on them and slide them into the the shoulder, into the elbow. Uh, it, the One of the things that was really worthwhile was the guy told us what like tools he uses. And he's like, this is the brand I use. These are other brands. But um, he's like, these are the tools you want to use if you want to be cutting into things, using, doing these types of stuff. Um, the, you know, the finer tools so you're not cutting away a lot of stuff on your models while you're trying to add in these things. But it was crazy. Harrison, that panel, that front panel for the Dreadnought is so thin. And he showed you how thin it is, where he measured yeah, it, and how he drills insane. it. It's insane. It's insane. But it was pretty cool when, he, when you saw his finished product. So... Um, and then when I and then I finished that, and then like I said, that's when I was walking around uh, through the vendors hall and stuff, kind of waiting for you. You picked up some more dice. I think you grabbed a shirt. Yeah, I stopped by the posthuman booth to ask a couple of rules questions. There's a second edition for Eclipse Phase. Oh, okay. And, and uh, 
I was wondering if there were like any major role changes or the big thing that they changed was character creation because it is not easy. the The actual gameplay itself is just a simple D one hundred system. Like it's not hard at all. But the first time I made a character, I will admit I didn't really have a plan for a character going into it. But the first time I was making a character it took five hours. It was ridiculous. Oh wow. Okay. Um. Speaking of second edition, I also went and because we saw that second edition of Tack, and as I was walking by one of the one of the rooms outside of the vendor hall, it said the you know the National Tack Association, and I was like, "There's a whole association of Tack players. I did not know this." So I went in and and then I I I, I went in later after about this, and I also saw some of this. It was. Man, people really, really play tack. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I mean, considering it was a it was a game that Pat Rothfuss just talked about in the King Killer, the first two King Killer trilogy books. Trilogy, quote unquote. Well, he's never writing that third book, but the first two were good. Um, but it was a made up game that you learn strategy and different things from, and then they made a game from it. I did go in, and I was talking to the guy. It seems second edition is just a new, like a new board. Yeah, like a new printing. I saw there was a new board. But it is there are no new rules. In fact, he gave me this link to apparently, because you and I play, but we don't really play with anybody else. Uh, there is an online community of TAC players where they do online tournaments for TAC, and so you and I might sign up for... Uh, online tech tournament which would be really cool that would be something that's i'm gonna give it a shot who knows you're much better at it than i am you could win the thing i'm you know i could not win when 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 i was in there and i was looking around they uh the actual people there were out to lunch so they weren't like there but they were saying hey still hey still look around and stuff and i was looking around and i saw sitting on the table something about like Tack fundamentals and it was like an act like a actual book that i was i was flipping through it and i'm like wow this reads like just a, this, like a this chess just book? it just like capablanca's chess fundamentals which i've been which i w- went through not too long ago anyway and i'm like oh i don't uh, i can't i can't study another game like this is crazy i wish you would have taken a picture of it because i would have tried to get that book Oh, I might I might look for it at the very least because I may not I may not try it, but you will at the very least want to look at it and of be course. like, "This is crazy! This I'd, is so much! This is so complicated!" Hey, I'd like to get a few of the beginning moves. I mean, there's only like three different pieces in this game, and you're basically playing Connect Four, except they, you know, it, it they can actually cover up your your. It's stuff. it's complicated. It's complicated. Like it's hard. It's simple rules and hard to master. It's really a wonderful game. So we did see that. Um, we never computer programmers out there. I'd like to see a tech engine. That'd be kind of cool. We never got to go and get the demos for the RPG in a box for Vampire or Werewolf. No, we kept missing the actual like start time on that by like a few minutes, but it was like they were already going and like the table was full and, and like Ugh. And today seemed pretty busy. A lot of people who are just getting here for today. Yeah, Saturday's be- also the busy day, obviously. Because Will Call was bananas again. Like it wasn't that busy it the was last couple very, days. Friday it was very calm actually at Will Call. And today it was wall to wall people getting their stuff. Uh when I walked past the the 
white not it's not white wolf it's a renegade mm-hmm. the room where they were doing the demos all those tables are chock full with people like every you know so as opposed to thursday where we could kind of just like stroll in and be like hey what's going on over here yeah and they were like let's i'll show you a game so we did that um and that was that was generally like we we hit the things that we had signed up for we did a light sign up this year we did sign up a little late but we also just we didn't want to over yeah book our i was weekend. I, after the last two years it's just like i'm tired i guess i don't like i i don't like over committing myself and things like that at this point and it's just like if you, I, I like to relax i don't know if you've never been to gen con but if you've been to something like adepticon any of these cons where you can sign up for stuff there are people you know and you get there your first year and you sign up for like three different classes and four demos and this and you can kind of go through and you're packing up your schedule and then you're exhausted and you run around all weekend and you never had time to just sit back and relax and sort of enjoy any of the stuff you did because you were so busy and we've done that for we've done several that plenty years. of times and, and honestly like I'm, I'm i'm tired i don't know yeah i just i don't i, I just want to be here I want to hang out, see things, walk around. Ooh, what's this? Ooh, yeah, what's talk that? to developers. Just like, like, yeah. that, like I just like ex- like going and experiencing it. And you don't have like time that. to give me a demo? No problem. There are thousands. Yeah, I will literally just go and do something else. Like it's yeah. not it's not complicated to do. Yeah, so uh, that was that was our plan just to just to sort of kick back and enjoy it, and we did. I had. A fantastic time. I did what I wanted. I got I got to play Eclipse Phase. I never get to play Eclipse Phase. This is awesome. That okay. You know what? And that's my thing. I love RPGs. But it's that commitment to playing a long campaign. I never do one offs. I've never done one offs. Like I the last time I did a one off, like with me and my friends, not at a place like this, I think I was fourteen. We always do campaigns. Um, I wouldn't even know how to run a one-off because I can't. I can't in my head pare it down enough to have it just be a one-day adventure. Like you could, I could take any of the one. Day, one- I've run one-offs when I've had nothing to do. I mean, like ah, this idea. You go do drive here, do this, talk to this person. I don't know. I'm kind of making the adventure up as I'm going. Um, and I suppose that if you're running a campaign, any one adventure day is you could just run that. But the thing is, when we run a campaign, we, we're we never in a time limit or a got to get to a certain spot in the game. Like, mm-hmm. I have I have planned out X. We generally don't do all of X. On the rare occasions we do all of X, we either kind of call it or I just, all right, well, then, um, and then I start kind of winging it until I have time to sit down and really prepare more. So I, I just, that whole one day, I should sign up for one of those next year. I really They're should. They're fun, and you can play whatever you want. Yeah, I should sign up for one of those next year, just get in there and play a game. <sighs> the, the, the the other problem with it, though, is that it is a four-hour time commitment. Like, there were two breaks in our game for, like, bathroom breaks and stuff oh, like okay. that, just because, you know, things happen. Yeah. You're playing for four hours. Like, it's not, it's, you are role-playing. See? <laughs> You're like you're playing for four hours, so uh, you know. So I'm playing a game of Warhammer, maybe two. You know, <laughs> like that. That doesn't slow me down at all. So that's that's not a to me. That's not a, a worry about a commitment because unless I'm at a tournament where I'm at a time crunch, we're taking that long to play games anywhere because we're screwing around and doing stuff. 
So that's it. Um, after that, we met up with Kevin. We went got went down to uh, the the reception area down here at the at the Embassy Suites and had some drinks and played Quarriers and what's the name of that game? No thanks. No thanks. That is a fantastic game. We didn't buy that here. Harrison got no, that. No, I I actually told my boss to order it because. Uh, Chris Barnett came into the store with his son and he had a copy of it and was like, hey, uh, this game is super simple and you can totally run it while also running Magic. You could also totally play it while also running Magic. Would you like to play with us? And I'm like, sure, I love to play. And so this this game is super simple. There's 32 cards in this deck labeled 3 through 35. That tells you how many points the card is worth. And points are bad. You don't want points. So... What, how the game works is they shuffle up this deck and take out nine of the cards. And every time it's your turn, you flip over a card and you either take the card and then it's your turn again. Or you say, no thanks, and you put a black little marker on the on the card. And you have... Everybody gets 11. Yeah, everybody gets a pool of 11 at the start of the game, but it's a secret pool. So you don't act... Like, you can you hide it from the other players so they don't know actively how many how many uh, markers you have they're um, not really big i mean you can hold them in your hand yeah I, I we all held them in our hands it wasn't that big a deal but so you get a number and it's a big number and you don't want a big number so you put a token on it i now, put a token on it and these tokens are actually worth negative one points so that's something good about them so then the card goes to me i can either take it with the token on it and, and then you get the token and i keep the token which is good because if you don't have any tokens you can't pass now, Harrison puts a token on it and says, I don't want it. I put a token on it. I don't want it. It goes to Kevin. He puts to Sometimes it goes around and around if it it's a really high card. It goes around a couple card. of times. And there's eight or nine tokens on it. And I'm just like, uh, you know what? That's a 20-something. I'll take nine off. That's like a 15. I'll take that. And then I have all these tokens to pass with. Plus, if I'm not passing with them, I have a handful of negative points. And basically the only other thing to keep in mind is when you score points, if you have like a run of consecutive numbers, like you have 13 and 14 and 15, you only count you only count points for the lowest card there. So that 13, 14, 15 stack is only worth 13 points. And that's literally the whole game. Yeah. What's cool was I had a stack. It was 10, 11, 12. And then I drew my card and it was 13. Well, I just kept it because it doesn't hurt me at all because it just it's in the stack and my only the lowest card goes and then the next time around i had 19 20 and i flipped over the eight or i flipped over the 21 and i passed it and dad looked at me he's like you're not gonna take that and i'm like well are you gonna take it and he kind of looked at me and i was like you have to pass and then i'm gonna get the the marker you just passed he passed put a token on it i passed put a token on it kevin passed and then you took it but you got three tokens. I got three tokens out of it, and I mean, it cost yeah. me, and it was worth zero points to me. Uh, I was drawing, and I drew a couple. Now, sometimes, like uh, I had that ten through thirteen run, and you drew a nine. See, that's bad because you I'm d- sitting there, and I'm like, I don't really want this nine, but I'm going to pass it to you. You're going to get the marker on it, and it's actually going to lower your point total. I'm handing you negative. I'm yeah. handing you a, a marker and a card that. Is essentially minus one. Yeah. So, and the game is over when you flip all. It was thirty three cards. You said there's thirty three cards in the deck, and you pull out thir- nine. Yeah, thirty two cards in the deck. Pull out nine. So 
there's 23 you you flip over 23 cards that's the whole game it took us like 15 minutes matt and that yeah. was with me teaching the game and and then you just add up Which all I your basically just did to you guys yeah you add up all your cards at the end and subtract how many tokens you have in your hand really simple really fast Better super than fun. it has any right to be yes there's a, you know a, just a sequential number of cards and some t- some little tokens in your hand and that's a game seriously like it's yeah it's fantastic and there is strategy like i said i couldn't believe you passed on that you're like oh, i just want some extra tokens you're not going to take a 21 you don't have any 20s in your hand you're not taking 21 extra points to keep me from getting two tokens and i'm like, like no way true true here's some it's tokens a, and, you got and it and when i there was actually one point where it was like a 31 that i pulled then i sent it around the table a couple of times i'm like no one's going to take this but that's i right. have the 30 so i don't care that's right you did you wound up getting a bunch of tokens so that's that was the other game and then we played Quarriers, which if you haven't played Quarriers, it's a deck building game but with dice. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's really fun. Highly recommend. And then we went to the Brazilian steakhouse and ate a lot of meat. Harrison had never been to one. No, no, I had not. And that was a glorious experience. Um we had so much fun there with Kevin and then Kevin who has a, another one of his friends is here, was meeting up with him. And uh, on Saturday nights at Gen Con, they have the Gen Con ball, which in the ballroom, it's a dance. People come in costume or not, doesn't matter, but there's a lot of people there in costume, cosplaying, a lot of people just there. Um, I don't go to it because I don't. I haven't gone to a dance, in quotes, and since I've been in high school, uh, with the exception of one con that I went to with my wife, which was one that she really wanted to go to, uh, and I went with her. And uh, they had a they had a ball, like a really fancy dress up that you could do. And her friends were there, and we went to that, and that was really nice. But the you know just the Gen Con dance, I don't do. Kudos to Kevin for eating about four pounds of meat, and then walking the half mile yeah, to the ball and then going dance. to dance. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, shout out to him. Uh, I. Bananas, not Canadian doing that. Vigor, ah, so much good stuff though. So now, and now we're back here, and we're recording this. Um, I am hoping that we get to come back next year. I am as well. I am hoping that it doesn't coincide with two other cons on the same weekend again next year. I wasn't going to those. So that didn't matter too much to me. I I missed flashback weekend. My friends are there, so no. I'm not saying you didn't, but I um, I did not make any choices this weekend. <laughs> um, I'm actually glad you were here because had it, I wouldn't have gone by myself. And had you not been here, had you been in school or not gone, I would have gone to flashback weekend and missed it because your mom didn't come and and all that stuff. And yeah, of course. So this was this was a great weekend. I encourage anyone who can come. Like I said, I know most people who listen to the show listen because of Warhammer, and they had a Warhammer booth here with interesting stuff. Um, they had, uh, and, and there was. There were Warhammer tournaments going on if you wanted to sign up for it. That is not, for me, not what Gen Con's about. Like, if that's your thing, I would not sign up for any tournament where I had to lug a whole bunch of stuff here. Uh, they had Kill Team r- tournaments running every couple hours in this one room. A bunch of them. 
And, you know, that you just got to bring, what, 12 models in your books and your dice that you could fit in a little piece of Tupperware or whatever. Yeah, easily. Uh, That I would totally sign up for next year. Like I didn't because by the time we got in and signed up, they were all sold out. Kill Team sold out fast. Yeah, it sells out really quickly. Because it's flipping awesome. Uh, So maybe next year I'll do some Kill Team if it's it's still running. But overall, um, it was kind of nice because... Post pandemic, uh, there were less people. You know, yeah, you didn't really have. There wasn't so much fighting for room. Like you know, we never, we I never mean, we, had issues like going to restaurants or anything like that. No, we had nicer restaurants. We made reservations because we're not stupid. But reservations were readily available. You know, when we went to make them, um, we didn't have to. When and when we ordered like pizza and stuff, like we've been here where the order for pizza was like a ninety-minute, two-hour wait to get pizza. Yeah, easily. And we got it in twenty minutes. Like there was just now. I mean, you you go please post pandemic and we're in a bit of a recession. I know a lot of people couldn't make it, but it was kind of nice not to be wall-to-wall people because I mean. At at the height right before all this, they had like what seventy thousand people show up. Yeah, sixty or seventy thousand. I mean, they said something like, "I thought the one year they had sixty thousand people on the on like Friday or Saturday, like one day they had that many people here." That's crazy. That that's kind of ludicrous. Yeah, I mean, it's the but you got to think it's the Indiana Convention Center, and the 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 Colts football field Lucas Oil Stadium Lucas Oil Stadium they've got in those play they've got stuff going they just on there have open play like basically over the whole field I don't know if it's in the field I think it's under the I think it's in the in, inside the stadium because they've got rooms and they've got booths and they've got other thing in there too I don't think it's in the open field because if it rains you're screwed because I, I don't think I don't know I haven't been over like there a thing that goes maybe over they there. have a dome I don't know because nothing I signed up for was there and thank goodness because I don't like walking um, but. The the hotels the the Marriott is it the or that was the Hilton is it right across there they had the movie convention they had booked out the ballrooms at the at the different hotels around here oh yeah um several hotels around here had all of their ballrooms booked for uh you know like uh I mean because you can sign up for anything here yeah like, I've 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 played role playing games at the JW Marriott I've played role playing games at the Hyatt I've played. The lady I demos said, at like the Westin and things like that. Like I've played, I've played games all over this town. Yeah, and when 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 I was waiting for you to get out of your game, the lady I was sitting next to, she took a crocheting class, a knitting class. She had a thing where they were learning to paint little chibi like things on these little rocks, like as as like little things to to keep, like little. Uh, there's classes in masks make, mask making. Your mother has taken classes in how to make chain yeah, mail. Chain mailing, I remember that. They did the thing where they did etchings on glasses. You pick the glass and you pick the etching and they showed you yeah, how to put Yeah, mom did that before too. Yeah, I mean, there is so much to do here. So yeah, 60,000 people show up. This year, I'm interested in the numbers. I'm, I'm certain it wasn't that high, but it was also nice to be able... We walked, There was breathing room. Dude, we walked the vendor hall three days in a row and on the second day when i was tired and kind of staggering a bit i was bumping into a few people plus people had those those game those board game bags yeah from they're yeah. fantastic they hold all your board games but they're also like you're carrying a, a cube on your back like i'd be walking by and a guy would turn and it's, suddenly it's kind of hard to be aware of that yeah i mean the guy turned a little bit and suddenly it was 18 inches past his back and that he was t- and I, you know but, I mean, it used to be you bumping into someone every couple of seconds. It was wall-to-wall people. 
And I didn't, yeah, I, I was didn't never bump into a, anybody. I was never a fan. Yeah, I bumped into that. nobody all weekend except the people with the giant backpacks. Uh, and that's that's a nice thing. That made me happy. Um, but we're definitely going to hope, hopefully, you know, schedules allowing, we will be here again next year. Um, and I think that's it. All I know is I had a great time. And that's kind of what's important, right? Uh, Harrison and I gaming all weekend and then eating lots of meat to wrap it up. Can't be any better. It was pretty fantastic. <laughs> yep. All right, folks, that's it. Um, we will be back with the next episode of Garage Hammer relatively soon. Um, but I just wanted to cover Gen Con. I know I throw out a bunch of episodes, but every day, if we waited till we were done, this would have been much longer and we would have forgotten things. So here we got to cover the day by yeah, day. Yeah, we definitely would have forgotten things. So many things. <laughs> but uh, folks, thank you for listening. Thank you very much for being a part of the uh, Garage Gamer community. Uh, please go check out the Garage Hammer Facebook page if you want to join the community. We'd love to have you. Uh, other than that, folks, until next time, only the faithful will be... Tr- oh, you know what? Harrison, do you have any last things you want to say before I'm completely wrapping up here? I uh, didn't have anything in particular I was thinking about. Okay. I just was like writing right in. Uh, it, hey, thank you for doing this with me. No, no problem. I know sometimes you don't like getting on the mic. You don't do it that often. You don't like hearing the sound of your own voice no, in your headphones really, and stuff. I really, really hate it. So I know it's kind of a, a it, it's, it's, it's an ask for me to have you do this. No, no, don't I, worry about I it. I appreciate you doing it. Uh, and and uh, I, I always, the audience loves when you're on, and I love when you're on. So thank you. Perfect. And folks, now, for real, until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant, only the faithful will stand when all others fall, and only the faithful, no, no despair, except in failure. Let's do the yaya's now. I'm-